What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Episode two. Can you believe Jen, it? we made it. We made it through the week. <laughs> yes. What a week it's been. Man, your thumbs have been really busy. I have just been, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone that listened to the first podcast and listened to us and, and honestly made it. It was a little bit of drama that day, though. I was, I had a rough day. It was. day of release. It was really dramatic. And I was watching you reply <laughs> to the thousands of people, you know, because being accused of something that you're, you're not doing is upsetting and can cause anxiety. What were you, like, what were you thinking? So for those of you that didn't go on my Instagram or catch any of the drama, I, I was so excited. Obviously, I'm like, yeah, my podcast wind downs out like, woohoo. And then all of a sudden I started reading comments like, yeah, you stole, you're a thief. And I'm like, what? Like what? And I'm texting Amy, the producer. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what did, did we steal something? Like I, I like this other podcast lady says that, you know, I took her idea and her logo and her. I'm like, right. what? So I was just so upset. I mean, and then I started kind of doing some research on this um, Tasha girl. And she, I mean, was like, girls, like, go after at Kramer Girl. I mean, they went after me. Yeah, it was, it was like Katie Taylor level. I mean, it was. It was, it was a little insane for a while. It was intense and it hurt my feelings because I don't like, to me, the definition of stealing is taking something that you knew (laughs) about. Right. I didn't 
steal anything. I didn't steal. I didn't know about her um, vlog or podcast. Um, I mean, even if you if you were to search her podcast on iTunes, it doesn't come up. So even if iHeart did, you know, more research about the name or correlating things, it wouldn't have even come up because it's not a registered podcast on iTunes. Right. But it's also so different. It's because so different. We have you different have different followings. Yes. We have, you know, different yes, lifestyles. We talk about you know, same topic, celebrity mm-hmm. stuff. We talk right. about sex, we talk about marriage, we talk about, you know, kids. But who doesn't? In I mean, there's so many podcasts that right. talk about those issues. So for me, what I didn't like about it was, and why I ended up saying something was because, well, first of all, she was extremely upset and she called me a nasty word. And I don't like, for me personally, don't attack me if you don't, first of all, don't attack anybody. But if you don't know me, you don't know my heart, Right. then I don't think it's fair for you to like attack someone like that because get to know me, get to know who I am as a person. And then you can have your opinion about me, but don't call me a thief, a stealer and a, you know, what? Which what? with a B. Oh, like if you don't know me and you don't know my intentions and my heart, I don't like that. And no, that, that is what like really hurt me. And I ended up getting emotional about it because I don't, I don't, I don't like it when, I understand people aren't going to like me. I understand people aren't going to agree with what I say sometimes. And, you know, you might not like my singing voice. You might not like my acting. But if you are calling me something mean like that and you don't know who I am, I take a huge amount of offense to that because it's like get to know me first. And then if you want to call me a witch with a B and you really truly think that, then I'm sorry you have that opinion of me. But she didn't get the chance to get to know me. She didn't. I don't feel like she went around it the right way. And that's, I think that's the problem is I, I understand people share emotions in a different way. And for her, it was anger first. And a lot of times I'm emotional first with my feelings. But I just feel like in the world, everyone just goes straight to anger first. Did she? And that's not how things get resolved, I don't think. Well, th- nothing gets resolved in anger. But do you think, did she listen to the podcast? Because she never you- listened to it. Her husband listened to it first okay. and was like, you know, she doesn't have your personality because we are, we don't have the same personality. We have very different personalities. Well, you have totally different life experiences yeah. as well, which makes you different in the way you talk about things, your perspective and everything. Right. But regardless, I don't like the fact that someone was hurt. I don't like the fact that she thought I was taking something and her listeners, you know, her, her army of listeners were kept saying I was a thief and a stealer. So I, I ended up reaching out to her. I called okay. her and I said, what would make you happy? Because I don't want you to have this opinion of me. I did not take something that I, I'm not, I didn't steal anything. Right. So, but what would make you happy? And, you know, I have people saying, you don't have to change anything. I'm like, but I want to because I don't like negative energy. So what is it? Is it changing the color? Is it taking away the wine glass? Like, I'm fine with that because my podcast isn't even about wine. I love wine. But it, I don't need the freaking wine thing on there. So if that would right. make you happy, I'll take it down. So we're changing the color and we're going to, event, you know, take the wine glass away. Okay. Who cares? Who cares? But I just, as long as, you know, I just don't like negative energy out there. I don't like it at all. And I don't like people that don't get to know someone first before they make their judgment. Right. Don't like that. So did you talk to Mike about it? I, Mike got upset about it. And I was like, do you want to see the video? He's like, no, because I will lose it. Mm-hmm. But I was upset. He came home from work and I was I was like crying when he came home. <laughs> He's Aww. like, babe, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, people said I'm a stealer and a thief and I didn't do anything. And I just wanted this day to be so nice. And I was so excited and I just felt like my bubble got bursted. And, but, right. but you know what it showed me, though, was how amazingly loyal 
incredible my fans are and listeners right. of this podcast are because they backed me and it honestly gave me goosebumps. It made me then cry happy tears to be like, I have so many amazing people following me that do know my heart that have been on this journey with me and that are supporting me. So if anything, I'm almost glad it happened because it showed me how great of an audience we have. Right. And in the end, you know, I, I reached out to Tasha and I said, I would love to have you on the show. I'd love to talk to you, you know, talk to you about this. And I love at the end of the day, we had communication and we had a resolve. And well, now two women, two moms can support each other because at the end of the day, we need to be supporting each other, not dragging women down, not dragging other people down. Absolutely. I always say we have to fix each other's crowns. Yeah. Instead of like knock I like them that. off. You know, we have to support each other. And you did that. You, you know, decided you were going to put out the first olive branch. I I I had to. It was eating me the heck up. And, you know, again, I know I'm not going to be able to please everyone. I do know that. I get it. You know, I can't make everyone like my singing voice or my acting or. Mm -hmm. But when it is a personal attack, that hurts. It is. Yeah. Please get to know me before you judge me is all I ask. Yeah. It's very painful. Yeah. And did, had Mike listened to the podcast? He did. And you know what's so funny is because of the backlash that I gotten from Tasha and some of her listeners, mm-hmm. I had a feeling I was going to get some backlash from him. Right. So I said, <laughs> as I was crying, <laughs> I said, and please just tell me because I know you have, he's like, well, I have feelings. And I'm like, God, someone else that doesn't like my podcast. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like bawling. And he's like, babe, no. He's like, he's like, I loved it. You were great. He's like, you know, you have a voice for radio. He's like, but yeah, some of the stuff you said hurt my feelings. And you made me sound like I wasn't a a good dad. And I was like, that was not my intention at all. I was making joke of the fact that like, you don't know when the dentist would be because you don't. But I didn't. It's a man thing. I know. It's not, but it's I, not a Mike thing. I have to be careful that people are listening. And right. I have to, I said, you know what? You're right. I should have said, but he's a great dad and he's amazing with Jolie. And he's like, no, just have me on the show so I can uh, <laughs> Wait. say my piece. Is he here? He actually is here. Oh but God. I've like been debating bringing him in because <laughs> I just, oh, because then it's like real, you know? It's real. But the thing is, the reason everyone loves you so much <laughs> is because you're an open book. I know. And if he's willing to be in the chapters, then you've got to give it to them. Okay, so um, before I go get Mike, though, um, we have a great email. So, Marcus? I'm the designated email reader. (laughs) Yes, you are. You have a good email voice. Thank you. Uh, From Nikki. Nikki emailed and said, you may never actually lay eyes on this email, but hopefully you will. I follow you on Instagram and I saw your Insta story. If you ever want to chat, feel free to email me back. I'm a 47-year-old mom of two. One is 21, the other is 19. Our marriage has been through infidelity and I can totally relate. I'm just a northern southern girl from Alabama who works from home and just truly believes in forgiveness and basically I just wanted to reach out to you because I think you're awesome. I'm about to be an empty nester in about three weeks, so I might need some hugs. Oh, Nikki. Virtual hugs coming your way right now. Here she is. She's on the phone right now. Nikki. Hey. Hey, babe. Oh how my are you? I'm good. How are you? First of all, thank you for your email. Thank you for um, you know, being a friend and listening to the podcast and um I really appreciate it. You are welcome. So an empty nester? You're about to be an I'm empty a, nester. I'm about to be an empty nester on oh, the first. Yeah. Mama. Wow. I know. Oh my goodness. How are you how are you handling all this? 
Um, I think I'm in denial because mm. he's still here and trying to finish up school and mm. uh, soccer this weekend and just some other things. So I don't think it'll really hit me until we actually move him out on June 1st. But so, ask me that around June 3rd. <laughs> so are you... Um, are you still married? Because I, I saw oh, in yeah. the email. Okay, so inf- yes. so you were able to work through your infidelity. Yes, and it, it 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 happened twice. So when I watched your Instagram lot, or you know your Instagram stories or your lives, and I saw it and just felt led to email you. And of course, you probably saw it. It was just rambling. You may never see this, but I saw it. <laughs> I, you know, after everything that I have gone through, mm-hmm. um, and I've known my husband since. We were 16, and wow. I'm 47. Um, I believe everything is possible through through infidelity if you just want to make it work. So, so what? So what? I mean, because so how many years have you been married for? It'll be 25 in September. And when was the last time that he was did something? Well, the, he was back in 2006, but I was oh. in 2011. Oh. So it happened on both sides. Yep. Oh wow! So and, yep. how was that? I mean, was it different? God, that's that's like, was it different when you cheated, or did, was he more understanding, or how does how did that like? You know, were I, you just not over it, it before? So was it like I'm? It, I need it, to have my revenge, or? It no, it wasn't even about that because I was always one that said, "Sorry, if you hear noise, my dogs are playing in, in the background. If you hear noise, sorry." Um, it wasn't anything ever really like that. I used to be one that would always say. You know, if my husband ever cheated on me, mm-hmm. I'm he's out of here. You know, I mean, yeah. but when it when we've it, all said when that, it, <laughs> yeah. But when it happens to you, mm-hmm. um, you kind of change your heart because I sent you all a link. I don't know if you got it um, because I wasn't. I listened to your um, podcast from the other day, and what caught my attention the most was. When you said, you know, I just don't understand, you know, because y'all were talking about sex mm-hmm. and you said, I just don't get it. I mean, I'm the one that, you know, wants it more than he does. So I don't quite understand why, you know, why he did that. So, you know, it made me really think um, that, have you ever heard of the five love languages? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So mine are not the same as my husband's and my husband's are not the same as mine. Mm-hmm. So when I heard you say that, I don't even know you personally, and I don't even know your husband or your situation, but physical touch may not be one of his love languages. It is not, and it's like okay. my number one. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. so the other ones are, you know, words of affirmation, acts of services, receiving gifts, and quality time. So let's say for your situation, you weren't doing any of those. Like, I don't know what his is. I can tell you for me, mine are words of affirmation and um, acts of service. Mm-hmm. So I want my husband to say to me, great job. You know, you did a great job on that. Or, hey, not even see that there's, uh, or not have me um, say, do the dishes. Just see that they're there. Or just, hey, I'm on my way home from work. Can I stop and get you anything? Right. I don't need gifts. Um, quality time. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm okay if we have it, if we don't, we usually do, but, and I'm not physical touch. So with all that to be said, how we got into our situation was we were not fulfilling each other's needs back in 2006 and in 2000, 
and 11. And so when you don't fulfill the other person's needs, aka love languages, it tends to, I believe, make the other person go to someone who does. Mm -hmm. And in my personal situation, it was not a revenge thing. It was we were going through a rough time um, because it's going to happen again in marriage, meaning we're going to go through a rough time. We just know how to get through it, and an affair is not the answer. So when we were going through this in 2011, the person that was giving me the words of affirmation and the acts of service was not my husband. So that's how it started. Right. And was it a relationship? Did you actually have an emotional relationship with someone outside of the marriage? I did. did. And how long Mm -hmm. did it go on for? Um, About a year. And it was a long distance relationship because he was technically my boss. I worked from home, but I had to back then do some traveling. And I had known him for a few years prior and was never going to cross that that boundary. And, you know, I mean, you, you spend enough time telling this person, you know, okay, my husband's not doing this, and you complain to him, well, that person knew exactly what to do to kind of reel me in, so to speak. Was right. he and married it, to Nikki? He was. He yeah. was married to? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. And how did, how did it end? And how did you, did well, you tell your husband? Yes, because... Way to own now, it, under, Understand that during the entire year, I would come home, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm never doing this again. And then, you know, I'd go on another trip. And I will tell you that throughout the whole year, my husband knew. He just, he was waiting for either the opportunity to approach me with it, but he knew. There mm-hmm. were many, many signs that he knew. Um, so it was in February of like 2012. And I came home from a trip and on my way home, the wife of the person actually <gasps> texted me and the guy no. and said, I've seen your emails, blah, 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 blah. And so I called the guy up. I had just left. And I called the guy up and I said, oh I am 40 miles from home. I'm going home and I'm telling my husband everything and you will never hear from me again. And that was it. I mean, he I, I've never talked to him since ever. Oh, my God. But he was your boss. Did you change jobs? I did. Well, I was working two jobs. I worked oh, from home. So I was okay. working two jobs at the, at the same time. Um, and I changed my phone number. I cut off all communication with the world he was in, which was a that kind of job. And I quit, obviously. And, um, I mean, to this day, have never heard from him. I mean, when I said I cut it off. Mm-hmm. And so I got home. And I called my husband and I said, are you almost home? He said, what's wrong? I said, I just need to talk to you. And he knew. And he said, I'm on my way. And he came in and I just told him. And then we, you know, it's one of those, you're up until four in the morning, just kind of crying. Um, So what, during those past, what's been like four, five five years? um, We're now like seven years past. Seven years past, okay. Six, seven, yeah. What, what has gotten you guys here? Um, church, big, church, big time for us. Um, my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, do they know? Yes, they do. Because wow. I don't want them to make the same mistakes that 
we made, and I don't want them to feel like they have to be perfect. And, you know, the biggest thing that has gotten us through this is grace. And it's a huge word. And it's a big word. Know, it's a good, it's a good word though. It is because if, if I do not tend to my husband's needs and I'm not perfect, I mean, you think that life would be easy. I have, you know, one that's 21 and one that's about to be 19. And, right. but I'm, I fail miserably daily at physical touch. I'm just not a hugger. I'm just not like that. He is. And the reason why he doesn't get mad at me anymore about that is because he just shows grace. People would have asked me before, would you ever change anything with how this all played out? And my answer is no, because I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't gone through what I went through, because this is my purpose. I know it probably sounds silly that I just sent an email. You don't even know me, but something just said, you know, God said, this is your purpose, Nikki. If she never reads it, great. But if she does and you can help her, great. Because I really feel like we went through this twice to help people. And we've helped quite a few people overcome infidelity. Well, Nikki, I, I, first of all, I really appreciate you sending the email and listening. And I, I appreciate you for sharing your story and being authentic and, and for helping. Because that's you know one of the reasons why I also want to share about infidelity. Because I do want to offer grace and and help people as well. So I just, I appreciate you also, um, not blaming for, for your, uh, actions as well. I think that says a lot about you and your character about the fact that you didn't say, well, you did this. So I did this. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, again for, yeah, you're not perfect. Who's perfect. No one is perfect, but you are willing to change for you, for your family. And, um, you are helping a lot of people. So thank you for sharing your story. It really encourages me to keep on, keep on going. And uh, you know what, you're about to be an empty, empty nester, which I think is great. You and your husband can, ha- you know, spend some amazing quality time together and just, you know, go vacation, have fun and mm-hmm. enjoy this, enjoy this new beginning together. Yeah. Good luck right. on that journey. That'll thank be fun. you. But thank no, seriously, you. thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate it. You are welcome and good luck. And I'm just an e- email away if y'all need anything. All right. Thanks, Nikki. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, girl. Bye. Okay. So, Jen, have you ever used HelloFresh before? I have. I've uh, received the vegetarian boxes and I love it. It is a godsend. It really for moms. is. I mean, for, for moms, for college students, for, I mean, for literally anybody. Um, for me personally, though, I am not the greatest cook. When I look at a recipe, I get really lost <laughs> and it just seems overwhelming. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have an hour to spend cooking this, you know, gourmet meal. And then I found out about HelloFresh and I was like, oh, I mean, it's amazing. They, they send you exactly what you need. So you don't have to, you know, spend hours at the grocery store trying to find all the ingredients. They send you an easy, quick recipe. 30 and minutes it, or less. Yeah, 30 usually, minutes or less. Right? And it tastes Amazing. I mean, it's so good. I remember my husband came home and I was making these balsamic burgers that they had sent us. And he's like, babe. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's pretty great, isn't it? And at the very end of the meal, he's like, okay, seriously, like, where did you get this from? Like, which restaurant? I was like, no, I'm serious. I made it. It's HelloFresh. And now, now he's totally on board with it. But it's great because... They're healthy recipes. You can click how many you know meals you get um, a week, and it's great. And so for everyone listening right now, for $30 off, for right now, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, 
Visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer30 and enter Kramer30. That's HelloFresh.com slash Kramer30 and enter the promo code Kramer30. Let's get cooking. So, Jen, do you want to go get my husband? Do we, yeah. You don't even know what my husband looks like. So he's, No, I do. I saw oh, him. Oh, you saw him. Okay. Yeah. He's and in like, I watched a ton of football in my past life. Oh, you life. did? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so find the tall football dude I know there. who he is. Guys, I just got a little sick to my stomach. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I'm a little nervous. I'm kind of sweating a little bit. Good thing I packed deodorant in my purse. I might have to give a little swipe swipe. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, because I don't, we're going to talk and it's, I'm nervous. I'm schwitzing. Well, I, I do want to say that, you know, I do want to apologize to him for, for, for saying that he doesn't, you know, know a lot of things because, you know, he has, he does do a lot of stuff. Guys, I'm like seriously sweating right now. <laughs> I'm going to use this paper right now. I'm like, oh my God, here he is. Dun, da, da, da. You can sit right there. I'm like sweating right now. This is just, this is good tension. I like it. Um, hey, babe. Hey. How are you? I don't know yet. You tell, <laughs> you tell me. No, we're just chit-chatting. Yeah. Having a good old chit-chat. Chit-chatting. Um, for everyone who's listening right now, this is my husband, Michael. Hello. Yay! Welcome to my podcast. Thanks, honey. Um, so I first just want to start off by saying that I do apologize for any feelings that you had that on my first podcast, because I, I kind of said a little brief thing, how, when all that drama was going down with the Tasha girl, mm-hmm. and then I knew that you had feelings about it too. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I think one of the main things for you was that you didn't want to seem like you weren't a present dad. Yes. Because you are. Absolutely. So would you like to defend yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, babe. The, the, the mic is yours to defend. I've already been waiting eagerly <laughs> yeah. to defend myself. No, it's just, you know, that's the stereotype of a dad, right? That we're just in the corner like a gorilla and just come <laughs> home from work and sit on the couch and not do anything. And I think dads nowadays in general are more conscious of that. And we want to you know, partake in the daily activities with kids and everything like that. And I pride myself in being a present, you know, hands-on dad. And, you know, I understand when you kind of joke around and bash a little bit, it's it's all out of fun. But, you know, it's one thing when someone takes pride in it, you want to make sure that that's not a message that's being portrayed. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Valid point. Valid point. But... Can you at least admit that, like, you wouldn't have known, like, when to start preschool for Joel? Like, there's certain things that, like, we just... Oh, yeah, just... not at all. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> not, so, like, not a chance. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, there are certain things that you, that moms do just... Is is it because you guys just don't know or... Like, what no, is, or, or is it, or are we just kind of taking it over? I, th- I think that's a mother's intuition, too, is to kind of take the reins on some of these things, but... For me, I think every household is different. Like as of right now, you know, you're not touring. You're kind of in a transition period on a bunch of little different things that you're going to do. So I'm working more daily than than mm-hmm. you are at this moment. Yeah. So you're at home with Jolie more often than I am. So you've kind of taken that responsibility on without us even really having a conversation about it. I think if there's a dad that's in the opposite role, like if this was two years ago and mm-hmm. I was in a different role where you were gone all the time and I was 
the one more at home. Like I should have stepped up and, and done more of those things um, to kind of take the reins. So I think there are dads out there that are probably doing that, that are informing their wife, hey, honey, this is when she has to go to the dentist. This is when he starts school and so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate how hands-on you are with Jolie because, I mean, one of the and you know this, like one of the reasons that I have stayed with you for as long as I have is because <laughs> is because you are an incredible dad. Like on paper, you know, it doesn't look pretty, but like, uh, you know, when I look at it, it's like you are a very hands on dad. Like you are you love Jolie so much and you you're invested. Like you invest amazing time with her. And, you know, I have a few moms that text me and will say like, man, like Mike is like, he's such a good dad. Like I just see like he's on the ground, like rolling around with, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're a great dad. So that's something that like you should pride yourself in. Thank you. Great husband. (laughs) (laughs) Debatable. You're working on it. (laughs) You know, what's really funny is we just had a caller, Nikki, and she was talking about love languages, which I think is interesting interesting because we have very different love languages. Yes, we do. You know, like for You're going to share them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like mine is mine is touch, obviously, and then words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And yours is mine's more acts of service and uh, what was my other one? It's words sometimes. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Acts so of words of words, words are the same, but the acts of service, I'm like. <laughs> so, did you guys just figure out your love languages? We went to this amazing retreat about, it was last, last year, last about April. About a year ago. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's a great place. It's called Onsite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing actually. And Is it, it a was weekend a, retreat? A week? I went a couple times. I went for um, like a living center, learn to love yourself, healing trauma. Um, and they also do like couples too. So Mike and I went for three days, no cell phones. I mean, you stay at this ranch it's beautiful it's in in um cumberland cumberland tennessee no columbia tennessee yeah um and we learned a lot of stuff there and that's one i think that's where we learned the love languages for sure and how yeah we share those but it's also very different as well right and so did you come back from that and implement that into your marriage no not until like a year later (laughs) interesting we didn't we no. <laughs> that, that weekend took a lot out of us. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. were pretty much, we kind of, Jana's good friends with the guy who runs the place. And going into it, we basically kind of customized our own uh, therapeutic schedule. We're like, look, we need a therapist mm-hmm. in a room, just us for like three days. Let's do this. Um, was this was, a breaking point? It was just something that we needed to try to just we needed to sit in a room for three days and just hash everything and out start from the beginning and start from the beginning but it, wow. it but it we yeah. uh, it's it's funny now that we say like we didn't implement it because there's certain things like remember how we said we're supposed to say like um what like if you had a feeling that i'm supposed to repeat your feeling mm-hmm. we didn't do that for about a year after that yeah. <laughs> so what happened in this year that you guys came back and then you didn't implement any of the things that you learned, <laughs> what was that year like? What was going on? We there was still just a lot of tiptoeing around certain things. Yeah, we had what we wanted it to look like, mm-hmm. but I think there was still a lot of you know learning. I mean, I'll, I'll let you. I think you had a lot to like. I think you just hit your aha about a week ago. 
yeah, but not like a month ago. I mean, the thing is, until someone wants to change themselves, there's no amount of therapy, no amount of talking you can do about it until you make that decision for yourself. Not saying you didn't want to change yourself, no. but it just, you weren't, it didn't click for you. No, it didn't click for me. Um, I was still, you know, my pride and ego were still fighting against each other and against my um, my kind of core beliefs and my mm-hmm. what I wanted to portray, authentic, uh, my authenticity. The, um, so there, there's an internal battle there for a while on on kind of those things, and and finally to to kind of put my my child stuff aside, the way I've set how set in my ways I was, mm-hmm. and to put away my pride and ego, and to be vulnerable and intimate and stuff like that, which I still you know have struggle with. But I think men in general, just you know the way society is, kind of teaches us from a young age to not be as intimate and vulnerable and that's something that I continue to work on with Jana so that's fantastic but what was the breaking point <laughs> she's like but, but, but what, that's great but what, what so you came back and through that year you you guys were digesting all this information and everything what was the breaking point where you guys were like we this is it or it yeah, it, I mean, we it know was, what it is, but yeah, we, we know what it is. But it was—I mean, ultimately, it was Jana. It was okay. her being like, "Look, I'm giving you every opportunity. I am—I am here. I am willing to work on this. I want this family to work. Basically, step up or get out." Um, and it was—I mm-hmm. mean, it got to a point where it was an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where—and that's where I hit my breaking point. She hit her breaking point. And I hit mine. It's like. I don't want to lose her. You know, I don't want to lose Jana. I don't want to lose our family. I don't want to lose what we are trying to build. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and here you are. And here we are. And here how's are. it going? Well, we had a couple of therapy last night. Um, and it went good. It's just, it's hard. It's one of those things where I have my work to do now. And he still has his work. So we just have to work and grow together. Right. And it's tough because a lot of the times I still get, I get triggered a lot, whether I watch a TV show. I mean, I got triggered with the, the Chloe and Tristan stuff, you know, of, of that. So it's like, I could watch a TV show. I could watch a movie. I mean, and And when you get triggered, what happens? uh, He can sense it. Sometimes he'll Mm -hmm. say, I'm sorry if this is triggering you. Or sometimes I just shut it off. Sometimes I lash out and I'm like, I can't believe you did that. It's Mm -hmm. like, but what my job is now, because I have, I'm doing my work as as well, is to stay present. What is he doing to be a better, like, what is he doing to actively fight and be good? And, you Mm -hmm. know, like he, he isn't doing those things anymore. So it's what is today, what is right now. And it's tough. It's hard staying present. And it's hard for him to be able to, you know, see why I'm hurt. Because, you know, his his pride and he's like, oh, I'm, do- I'm not doing anything wrong right now. But it's mm-hmm. also then, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's tough when our minds will be in two different areas where I will be very present. Because obviously, as a perpetrator, you want to move past what you've done to hurt somebody, right? right. So that's what every day I'm trying to just show face and do something different. And then when she gets into a, a, a triggered space or a hurt space she's basically going back in time. You know, it's not right now. It's not how she feels right now. It's how those feelings back then are affecting her in this moment. Um, so that's been difficult for, 
for both of us and for me especially to in those moments to set what I'm doing aside right now and go and travel back in time with her and to be there for in those emotions and support her. But what do you guys do? That is why. So I'll say you said what is different now. Mm -hmm. He is able to be not defensive because what didn't work the past two years was I would say a feeling and the majority of the time he'd be Mm -hmm. defensive. And he'd get in the shame. And, he, and so my right. feelings weren't hurt. I'm like, yeah, but you did like you, these things. And it's like, but he he got stuck in a shame. So he wasn't able to meet my feelings. And so then I didn't feel heard. And then once both we were both just talking out of, you know, right. hurt feelings. So what what is different now is he's able to meet me with my emotions and under, not understand, but he validate. can validate my feelings, acknowledge them, and we can move forward. And but also staying in the present. That's incredible. So what are you guys doing to have some fun? Because there's been all this pain. <laughs> like, what are you it's doing hard. now? You guys are kind of on the other side of this because you were working so hard. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the fun? Well, we have some things coming up soon that I think will be fun. Like we're taking a family vacation for 4th of July. Awesome. So that's going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> we're planning in theory. My best friend's getting married next year in Scotland. So we're going to plan like a European oh, thing and nice. he's going to take me to Paris. And mm-hmm. um, so we have things to like look forward to, but, and also, you know, for me, one of our sort of arguments is I want, time set aside for date nights right every Are you doing that? two weeks well and I think where where we butt heads is he's like why do I have to he's like I you know I what I'll let you defend yourself on that one before I go into it it's it's not about defense. I want date nights too it's just I need a cracker you finish your slurpee yes thank okay. you <laughs> um for for me, like I want date nights just as much as Jana, but my fears of not being enough is is this date night enough for her? Is it something? Does she want more? Does she want less? And also for me, it's like I am working now. I am working crazy hours, mm-hmm. and so and we have like therapy set aside for certain days. Therapy, right. and I have my stuff, and she has her stuff, and it's like. Sometimes for me, just having time at the house together, like that's enough for me. Right. Like that is like just, a Netflix and chill. Yeah, like us. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that's not enough for me either, though. But there's sometimes where I would like, baby, I want to take you out. You know, every two weeks it doesn't have to be every Friday or every Saturday. It can be Wednesday. It could be. <laughs> you love your Wednesdays. <laughs> I She's do. getting divorced. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey, you're not going to get no Wednesdays from me. I've been trying to get that <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> but I just, I'm just saying sometimes setting aside time, a thoughtful time. And again, I love the Netflix, night, Netflix nights and movie nights. Like last night was awesome. We watched an old time movie and it was fun. Mm-hmm. But going to the movies, that is enough. It is enough. You, it, but that's the problem. Our childhood stuff comes back to us in our adult life. Mm-hmm. And he, he thinks that going to the movies is not enough for me. It, it would be enough. It is. Going to the Grove, you know, go but to sometimes, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it doesn't even up. have to or be the- anywhere. You know, just have what? an appointment. He's smoking yes. over there. No, it's just there. Again, things happen that validate your fears, right? So there. Here been, we go. There, hey, this is, this is your fault. You put me on the mic. 
Um, so there have been times where, you know, we have gone to the movies and dinner again, which we, which I feel like any couple, that's like the go-to, right? Dinner and a movie. Of course. Um, and so we've done that. And one of my favorite things to do is go to the movies. Alone, yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> I love it. Catch me on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock matinee. I'm in heaven. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's made comments where it's just like, hey, you know, I want to do something different. And I'm all, I'm all for that, too. How many a- times have I said I wanted to go to the ballet? You know what? I tried to do the ballet, but what happened? Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> Remember, we couldn't because you were... Sick. Yeah. I know. But Sick. I'm just saying, it's maybe one time, let's dress up and go somewhere. Okay. Which brings me to my next point. Oh, God. <laughs> so, again, it's all about timing for me. So I understand if she wants to say, hey, I... I would love to dress up next date night or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Not when we're getting ready to go out for a date night, which is oh. that night happens to be just dinner and a movie. And as we're getting ready, she's like, you know what would be really great is if we just went out and dressed up one night and stuff like that. So for me, immediately, I'm the like... The timing of when which okay. I say something I'm like, is not right. You're going to say that to me right when we're about to go on a date night. So clearly, tonight, to me, that means tonight isn't enough. To me, that means tonight isn't what she wants to do. So, again, it's all about timing for me. I'm and communication. It sounds like you guys need to communicate on what you want to do on date nights. Yeah. Maybe one can be casual and then the other one can be fancy. Mm-hmm. Where you go to the ballet and you get dressed up. I just want to like, I want the romance back in the marriage. Now, I, I'm, let me ask, Jen, let me ask you a question. Okay. So, I know, uh, you're, getting okay. <laughs> I know you're getting divorced. But I feel like, and again, maybe this is just the way I take things, that things might be a test and that's like one of my number one pet peeves is being tested okay so it's like say your significant other or janice says to me hey you know let's have a date night and you know you plan it if i say hey let's just go to dinner and a movie is that is that cool with you and she's like yeah but really it's not because she wants a test she's testing me to see if i'm going to do more testing me to see if i'm going to do something better like did you ever do that to your Soon to be X or I didn't because we didn't have that much communication. Okay. So and we didn't really spend any time together. So I think we just sort of lived separate lives. Mm. And but I think I understand what you're saying because I do have friends that do that. And it's it's unsettling because you feel like then the other person is really disappointed. And then then it turns murky. Then right. you're out on the date night and you guys aren't talking. You're not laughing. No one's having fun because everybody's in their head right. the whole time. Because one person didn't really want to do that. The other person thinks they don't want to do that, but they're not right. talking about it because nothing was said beforehand going into the date. Look, I want to go to the movies with you. <laughs> I want to do dinner with you. I just want a little romance back in the marriage. I have Once a month. That's all it is. Once a month. I Bring think- in like, you know, like just... Be Mr. Big once a month and just you see, know. and that's the problem here. We got referred to what's on TV, which that's is just what false I know. reality. He, always says. he goes, it's, it's not you just want to like be the notebook. I'm like, once a month, yeah, be my Ryan Gosling. I think every woman wants to. Oh, <laughs> speaking to of Ryan Gosling, your first date night should be Tajine on Robertson. What's that? Yeah. Ryan owns it. Oh, <laughs> and oh, okay. it is the most romantic little Moroccan restaurant. Okay. It is oh, yeah, so new. romantic. And I want you to say, if you're a bird, incredible. I'm a bird. <laughs> I think Ryan owns it. I could be wrong. It could be a different Ryan. 
Um, but it made, made me think about it. I think you guys should sit down and come up with a list of date nights and things and activities that you want to do. And then you can just choose off the list. But can a girl just have her movie sometime? Yeah. Like I just want, and I mean not like the AMC movie. I mean like I want, like I do. Every once in a while I want to feel like a freaking princess and not feel like just a mom. I but want you know? that for you too. You need to put down what you want. The places like the ballet, the orchestra, whatever. Hollywood Bowl in Netflix. And then he can choose off the list. And then you're never disappointed because it's everything you've chosen. But you just don't know when it's coming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. Oh, it's always a but. I, I got a but for everything. And you do. I will say, Janet does a great job at this. Thank you. Um, but I, just I don't think, know what it is, but thanks. <laughs> in general, though, again, it shouldn't all be on the, the husband or the male or the boyfriend to come up with date nights. Like, it shouldn't. It, it is, and it's we, a lot of pressure. Yeah, it is a lot of pressure. And we do a fairly good job at trading off date nights. Um, I mean, I'm pretty easy because we could say dinner He's and like, movie every day. Yeah, and, and, and his date nights are the majority. We're going to see Maze Runner at whatever. Like, I'm like, oh, great. Or The Avengers. That's exactly what I wanted to do, babe. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, like, no. You, I think he sometimes honestly gets in fights with me so that he can go to the movies by himself. He's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. There's some truth to that statement. <laughs> Just because that's my go-to. That's my sanctuary. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what, babe? I really appreciate you being on the show. I, I hope you. you um, I hope you are a guest once again. Because well, yes. <laughs> we will um, we'll talk about some more juicy stuff next time with you. Next time I'll prepare before I come into the lion's den. <laughs> That's what you need to call You're this fine. thing, the lion's den. <laughs> There's our new name. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. You two are so inspiring just because you guys are really doing the work. Yeah. It's really impressive and it's really inspiring for people. <sighs> well, I do love them. Shoot. <laughs> I kind of love you, babe. It's really annoying, but I love you. I appreciate it. Bye. See ya. Okay, so, Jen, I'm going to let you take this one because you are an actual user of Lola. I am. <laughs> I've been using them for about a year and a half. I get them what are monthly. They? They're tampons. But what's They're the difference? Organic. They're, They're organic. They're cotton. They, Does it hold everything? Yes. <laughs> and they come in three different sizes. Mix, you can order mixed boxes. They have panty liners. And they just arrive. You're like, oh, I must be, it's time. <laughs> She's here. Lola's here. The Lola box has arrived. Um, well, that's amazing. So for everyone listening, you can get 40% off all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter the promo code JANA when you subscribe. That's mylola.com, promo code JANA. Love it. You know what I think is really cool about Lola, though, is you can actually build your box. Yep. You can build a box of 18 tampons by picking the perfect mix of light, regular, super, super tampons. I mean, I love that it's customizable because for me, when I go to the store and get tampons, it's frustrating because I don't want so many regular or it's, so many like, you know. No, because everyone's cycle is different and yeah. you need the different, you know, the different sizes for the different days. I think it's amazing that you can customize and you can decide how many boxes you want delivered to your door. It's, you know, it's, and you, never, and you can skip if you, if you're getting yeah. too many, you can cancel. You it's, it's, you can modify your subscription at any time. And you never run out because they always arrive at the right time. 
It's great. I don't know if you know this, but I'm vegan and I, I have been for that. years. And so I'm, I was always worried about what I was putting in my body constantly, mm-hmm. but I was buying tampons that were perfumed. <laughs> right. You're like, wait a minute. And non-organic. And when Lola, I saw the first ad, uh-huh. I immediately got online and registered and I've been getting them every, like, because I think organic. since the first, I mean, I may have been one of the first people to order. I think that's great. I mean, knowing that they're organic, I mean, it makes me feel better about, I mean, because I, you know, I'm very health conscious, but right. to be putting something in my body, I want it to be organic because there's no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. And we have to I be love. so careful about that now. Absolutely. So, yeah. so for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code Jana when you subscribe. So switching gears, I need to talk to my girl Krista because she's got a very uh, intriguing story. I can't wait to hear this story. <laughs> I have so many questions. So many questions. Me too. Yeah. And I'm glad Mike's here too. <laughs> Krista. Hello. Hey girl. Hi there. So I'm just going to give you the mic. You just tell me the story. You tell everyone who's listening the story because I, I am not going to be able to say it as good as you. Which part do you want to hear? You moved into <laughs> that part. Oh, you're talking about my nesting. Yes. Um, so I went through a pretty not fun divorce a while back. And we uh, thought it was a great idea to divide our time in our house. And one of us live in a local hotel and then switch back and forth. Oh, uh, so you were home sharing. I did well, this for a little while. It's the worst. First, we did the sharing in the home. So that's how we started. Um, someone in the guest room, and then you switch. No. So, yeah, certain nights you got the Mike, master. your butt would be out. Get out. <laughs> I tried to kick Jana out of our room once, and that, that just didn't go over well. <laughs> well, I, it didn't go well for us either. That's why we started the hotel version, which also did not go well. What, do you have children? Is this why you decided on the home sharing? Um, we do. We have four children. Okay, and they were in the house, so he would come stay on his nights, correct, and take care of the kids, and then you would go to the hotel. Right, and sit by myself like a lonely loser. Oh, my God, that must have been awful. How much wine did you drink in there? It was terrible. I didn't even have the energy to drink wine. I just sat there alone. The rest of my life is going to be this dark and miserable. But wait a minute. It's not, though, because you're remarried. Oh, no, not great. I'm just saying how I felt then. Right. Okay, now tell us about this. So you're remarried. Are you guys you guys aren't home sharing. You're not home sharing with the ex still, <laughs> yeah, right? I remarried someone who wants to be in the same house with me, so that's great. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so Progress. we live together every night. <laughs> in the same we, bedroom. In the same bedroom, and then we split the kids now. So now the kids are nesting. <laughs> and what about the ex-wife? I heard that you moved in mm-hmm. to your now husband's house, but his ex-wife was still there. No, that, okay, so the story is she had moved out well before we started dating, but she, she sort of moved out, and she ghosted. In the middle of the night, she left <gasps> um, and didn't come back. And so my now husband said, hey, um, if you want to come back and get your stuff, you can come back. Um, I'm going to leave with the kids for four days. Just take whatever you want. But she was living the life, like, in Vegas or something, and she didn't come back. So she sent her mom here, and her mom got a pile of clothes, and that was it. And I think a dresser. So, 
a couple years later when I married my now husband and I moved into the house, everything was still there. And oh, I mean, my God. Were I you had like- to clean it all out. Like, we're talking everything, like, you know, makeup and, I mean, baby albums. All the kids are, oh. like, things you would think as a mom you'd want to take with you, she left behind. So where is she now? Down the street with married. <laughs> Wait, she lives down the street now? Pretty much down the street. Okay, I have, I have to know. When you moved in, did, did all the furniture go? Did the bed go? Did you oh, get all new stuff? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mostly, I mean, if I could kind of like, we we have completely different tastes. She was into pink, some floral, and so I did a few like book covers. And, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. uh, <laughs> kind of made it a little more modern. I love pinks and florals. <laughs> you know what? I still, if I take the slip covers off, you could have those two chairs. Thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> did she come get yeah. the baby albums and stuff you know like what? that? She still doesn't have the baby albums. Um, how do you do you guys like get along for the sake of the children though? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I just we don't talk much. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine on both sides. My ex husband has a new wife. My so that's I want to ask you a question about that. So you guys share how many kids together, you and your ex husband? My ex husband and I share four. Okay. Between and- my new husband and I we have seven. So I think my husband's oh, here by bunch. the way listening. Um I think my biggest problem and this has been an issue is if we were to get divorced, my biggest thing is the girl that comes into my daughter's life. Uh, no, or- because I'm like, I just, I'm like, I don't want them calling my child their stepdaughter. Like she is my daughter. So how are you going around that? You know, you, that part you can't really change. We we're lucky. We don't have kids calling the other parents, you know, what they aren't, you know, they, I'm by my first name to my stepkids and you know they call my husband my ex-husband's wife her first name so that's fine mm-hmm. but i i would not be surprised if my youngest daughter didn't love me equally to her stepmom and that's hard wow. you want you know you want someone great who they love but not right. that much <laughs> i know so it's like it, you want like happy parents on each side but internally that would just kill me Oh, it's brutal. I'm like, wait, we've got the same Mother's Day gift. That's so great. Um, You know, things like that. It's like, oh, the birthday post went up on Instagram. They're identical. That's so great. Uh, You know, that's hard. But she's... I mean, are you like, could you say you're friends with her or no? No, I could not. Um, I could not say that because her best friend is my husband's ex-wife. Oh, my God. That just... I just realized what you said. Say it again. Okay. My ex-husband's wife is best friends with my husband's ex-wife. Damn. (laughs) And they were not before. This is a new thing. And now they travel together. They do Thanksgiving together when we don't have the kids. What? Christmas. I got a bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And if one more person tells me how great it is for the kids, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Uh -uh. I just was. (laughs) All right. So here's here's my thing, too. Um, I want to know how you go around this. I, I'm staying with my husband through some difficulties. One of the reasons is because I don't want the other girl to get the version that I deserved. Mm-hmm. Then you need to stay together. 
(laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. But I'm just saying, like, because I'm like, I do believe he can, he is changing into the version that he wants to be of himself. And I don't want that other girl to get what I have fought for and cried for and begged for and done all those things. Now, if, you know, if he keeps continuing to being bad, then peace out. Good luck with the other one. But wish you the best. But is that hard for you to maybe see your husband being a better version or is he still kind of the same person that he was when he was married to you? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, he... I would say his version's mediocre. <laughs> My new husband is a much better version than he was before, and mm. so that then that ex-wife is mad. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet that's hard to see. He's wow. changed a lot, and I think for the better, of course. But <sighs> you know, my ex-husband—he's pretty much the same. He didn't change that much. Yeah, I was never worried about that. You were neither? <laughs> no. See, that was like one of the big worry. Like, I don't want homegirl, babe, getting like your good version like that I want. Yeah. Right. No, I think that happens all the time. I know. And I'm like, that's not fair. And then I'm home at a hotel being you a couple of years ago. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> home sharing. Uh, I have to say, though, I'm a better version. And so that's kind of a good uh, thing. I like that. You become a better version, too. That is true. Yep. It goes both ways. And I do like hearing stories, too, about people that do become best friends with, like, I have a girlfriend that is best friends with her husband's ex-wife. And they're great. They have dinner parties together. Like, I know. I tried I think that. it works I thought, for some. I thought that would have been fun, too. And it sounds fun, but it's it has uh, to be that perfect match. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, we have so many kids that it's impossible for us not to parent. And sometimes when you parent someone else's kids, that causes issues absolutely on both sides what do you think mike would it be hard for you to see me with another dude oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean that's my number one just like you said for me and the difference here is you're a public figure like no one would post a picture of me with my new girlfriend and jolie on a a magazine (laughs) i would have i would have to see you on like the first page of a magazine with your new man with like jolie on his shoulders chris pratt yeah, one of the Channing Tatum. Yeah, all these yeah all these moves right now are really not helping my case. Like she could just go have anybody, and she's stuck Justin with Thoreau. me. Yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Nah, not my thing. Yeah, so I mean that's definitely difficult, and I, I can't even imagine with you know as multiple kids as you guys have and share and kind of the natural ancestral relationship that there is there with just overlapping of parenting and. But I think the fact that you guys are putting the kids first and you're, you know, doing the best y'all can do, you know, for them, I think is great. No, it is great. And the kids are great together. So that that makes it easier on both sides to have the kids get along. Well, I love that. Well, thank you, Krista, for sharing your awesome story. And I'm glad you're happy. Second time around. Hey. And in a house, not in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye, girl. Bye. I am overwhelmed by the love that you guys have given um, the show. So I thank you so much. And I appreciate all the emails. If you haven't emailed us, please do. It's Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. And I want to share two emails right now that we got. And again, there were so many. And I, I promise I'm going to address as many emails as I possibly can. Um, but Mark, take it away. Well, uh, well uh, let me. I can shorten a couple of these. To like Jessica wants to know how you feel about playing music during sex. My husband thinks it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
You know what that? <laughs> <laughs> it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. If it's that song, bring it. Okay? Bring it on. <laughs> like, let's get smooth. Um, Our go-to is the Janet Kramer 31 album. <laughs> <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> no, oh, that's great. Um, I, I mean, honestly, for me, it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I do know. I will say when we do have sex, though, we make sure that like. Puppy Dog Pals isn't on or something. Or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, if there's something that's going to distract the mood, we turn off. But if it's, you know, I'm fine with music. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Melissa, I'm going through infidelity, having mm. such a hard time. If you can talk about how you're moving forward and how to get past it, I could really use advice from someone going through the same thing. Love you. Me- Melissa, first off, it is it is a tough, tough thing. And I think, I honestly, I, I would like for infidelity to be an episode on its own. Um, so, cause, because it's, it's, it's longer than just a, a two minute response, but I will say in this moment right now to you, I will address it on a further, uh, future podcast show. But for right now, my advice is stay in the present. If you guys are both willing to work on it and there are boundaries in place for both of you and staying present, Oh, it's so hard. It's like I can just go on for like we'll the whole thing. We'll weeks. we'll do it in two weeks. Episode four. Episode four. <laughs> we will talk about infidelity. But right now, just stay present. And if he is willing, if you are willing to work on it, it can work. Did she say who was? She did not actually. Who the infidelity no, was? No. Going, going through it. There's a common assumption right there by the, <laughs> no, the, the misses. I'm just saying both to work. I didn't say whoever the perpetrator was. Whoever the perpetrator they, they, was needs boundaries. They need to step up. Yeah. The other. The, I'll bring you on episode four and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. Oh, okay. Great. Bring it on. Alicia is a nurse and she wants your thoughts on screen time for the kids. Do you limit Julie's screen time? We do limit her screen time. Um, some Look, some days might be longer. Some days we'll watch a movie. If it's a Sunday and I'm tired, my husband and I are tired, we just want to watch a movie, we're going to watch a movie and it's not going to be like, oh, but the doctor only said an hour a day. But I'm not going to sit her in front of the TV the entire day. So we do limit it that. We don't let her have her iPad unless we're traveling or at a restaurant and want to have an adult conversation. Okay. Brittany mentions how you mentioned how incompetent their partners can be when bearing the <laughs> mental load of their households. We covered this earlier. But her question is, if you could go back and establish different boundaries, mm-hmm. would you do so and how would you handle it differently? If I could go back and establish different boundaries, I would say, hey, Mike. Jolie needs a dentist appointment coming up. Can you please make that appointment? So not just putting it all on me. And I think delegating, again, it's very hard because I will, I'll just do it my way. But if I can delegate, my husband is very willing to reciprocate. So it's hard, but I think the first step is trying. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask. It's hard though, but. Yeah, it is. But also, again, people have different timelines. So yeah. give a, a date for for that. In the next two weeks, yes. like be specific about what you're asking. Because the whoever you're asking, whether it's your, if you're asking your spouse, their timeline might be different. But if you have a sense of urgency about it, then you have to articulate that to them. Okay, then. <laughs> Are you still stress eating? Because it sounds I'm like stress eating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shane is too tired for sex with her husband. She knows he's frustrated, and she wants to know if you have any thoughts for that. At the end of the day, her sex drive is gone. Look, I get it. Being a mom, if even if you're not a mom. End of the day, if you're working and you're tired and you or you just don't want to have sex, I get that. But at the same time, we all have needs. So you need to meet your partner's needs at the end of the day. I mean, if it's been a couple weeks 
or a month. <laughs> like for me personally, I think we need to meet our partner's needs. Uh, I'll end with a couple of light ones. Savannah, where do you shop for swimsuits? <laughs> <laughs> Target. I try to avoid it all costs, but yes, Target. <laughs> do you have any favorite perfumes you could recommend Savannah as well? I like Chanel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And finally, just a nice note here from Ryan from a small town in New York. I just wanted you to know that I'm such a big fan and have been since I originally hated your character on One Tree Hill. But then Alex grew nice. on me. <laughs> you crushed it on Dancing with the Stars, and I still think you should have won. Your music oh. is wonderful. It's probably not typical for a guy that oh, is 20. Oh, Ryan is a guy. A guy that is 21, almost 22, to be a big fan of your work, but I am. I just wanted to oh. let you know how awesome you are and that I'll always be a fan. Isn't that nice? <gasps> that is so, so sweet. sweet. I love that a dude's listening too, mm-hmm. so thank you. I appreciate and it. And 21. Aw. So, so much young. to learn. Watch it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I just want to thank my guests. We had Nikki, Krista, my lovely husband, course producer jen is amazing sitting in with us and um if you guys have any questions or any topics you want to talk about go to jana kramer at iheartmedia.com um also thank you HelloFresh and lola you guys are awesome and i'm excited to wind down again with you next week <laughs> 